what do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please Are you happy? What are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com, and I just want to say thank you. I am so excited about this episode and just about ending 2023, and I'm going to get into that, but ultimately, you have reached the final episode of Network and Spill. Hopefully you got the notification on your phone or you saw something on social and you came here to listen, and I am so grateful, but I'm also incredibly, incredibly thankful that you subscribed to the show in the first place, that you were here, that you listened into episodes. Maybe you came here from just being a friend of mine or being in my network or social circle or from Instagram, or maybe you came from one of my guests. And for that, I'm also really excited because how cool is that? Network and Spill was literally designed to be a show where I talk about networking. I show women in business, how to network better and to create and nurture stronger relationships, how to take care of themselves and, and learn things along the way. And, and truly, I really wanted, my one of my biggest intentions was to show you how strong and important and powerful your network is. And I hope I did that. I hope that you gained some knowledge, some insights, you learned some things about stuff that maybe you hadn't thought about or some things that you knew were on the horizon for you and your business. I mean, each segment that I had was 100% crafted and designed way before the show even dropped. Um, there were a couple segments I did along the way, like the spotlight segment where I would spotlight, you know, like a nonprofit or a group or organization that was doing something good for marginalized communities. But I... 100% put in so much work for this show to be as strong and as good as it was. And I'm really excited about that. I'm really proud of myself for that. I did so many episodes. I had a ton of guests, many of whom I have been friends with for years, or I became really good friends with from being on the show. And there were ups and downs. There were ups and downs. There were times where I did not post. There were times where I was going through something. We had COVID. I remember having, I think it was Acacia who I was supposed to be going live with after our episode dropped and we were just watching the news about George Floyd and, and the protests. And we were just like, this does not seem like the right time. This does not seem like the appropriate thing to do. And we had to take a step back, right? It just, we had to take a step back. And so 2021 was definitely a period where we had some breaks. There were breaks in other years. The show started back in 2017, 2018, and I was strong most every year with episodes uh, hardcore every single month, um, almost every single week of every single month. And it was, I would take breaks for like holidays and stuff, but I loved it. And I would start the, I would start the year with my birthday episode. And then I would kind of bookend the year with my self reflection episode. And so that was kind of how the show would start and end each year. And I remember 2021 ending it and being like, we are going to kill it in 2022. We're going to bring the heat. We're going to revive the show. We're going to have the best guests. And what's interesting is COVID, we had a big, I don't know, I spent a ton of time on this app called Clubhouse and I made a ton of connections, many of whom were business professionals and like experts in their own like field. And I remember compiling a list of like probably a hundred people. And I remember reaching out and, and basically crafting my annual 
show. Like I put together each month and I was like, okay, this month is going to be this. This month is going to be that. I would theme out months to make it easier for myself. And I pinged all these people and said, hey, do you want to be on the show? And they were, everybody was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And it was so epic. I started 2022 with a bang. I mean, I had epic guests January, February. I mean, April was financial literacy month. I had fantastic guests that month. I had repeat guests. February was like a love and self-love month. I had some epic guests that month. I mean, June, July, August, we were killing it. And then October or end of September, I moved. And when I moved, I lost my office space. And so 2022 ended with me kind of doing like a random episode. And that was the last episode I had posted since before I did this one. And I was in a space that was literally under construction. And then I realized I'm kind of needing to do this sort of exploration of of being under construction myself and figuring out what's next, what's going to happen next, how are we moving and shifting. And it's always important to do that. And just like this show kind of ran its course and I had it for X amount of time and I, I did I did, I feel like a really great job at producing fantastic episodes that will still be available. I wanted to end this show on a good note and I wanted to also let you all in on something important that's happening. So stay to the end because I do have an announcement of what you can expect from me moving forward. But I wanted to make sure I gave Network and Spill its flowers and to give each and every one of you your flowers for being a supporting and just, you know, guiding light as I went through this process. Some of you hit me up on the gram. Some of you were texting me, emailing me, like reaching out, hey, when's the next episode? Or I loved that conversation you had. Or wow, this guest was so cool. And and I got messages like that, even from my dad, of all people, he was listening. And I remember him in January of 2022. He was like, this story is incredible by this woman. Like, wow, how did she manage to go through all those things? And, you know, and then he he's loved several guests throughout the year and their stories, but I've really been thankful to each and every one of you for for doing that, for reaching out, for listening, for communicating with me what you liked. And I've gotten some really good feedback. I know one of you mentioned recently about my solo episodes and how you love them. I've had that come up a couple of times over the years. And I was always like, what? And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But I loved how the show was mainly 75% my guests, right? Three of the four weeks out of each month was spent highlighting a guest, a different person and their business and whatever they're doing in the world. And I gave that platform to other people. And I would spend one week, typically one week doing my thing and talking about, you know, whatever's going on in my world and my business stuff. And so I'm really grateful that I I had the opportunity to provide and to give a space for other people to speak. I know my stranger danger segment was so much fun. And I loved doing that because it was, it was really cool to have a segment where I literally brought on a complete stranger who I did not know and vice versa. We didn't know each other. I would find them on Instagram or via some other outlet and I would do a little bit of research on them and be like, okay, this person sounds legit. They seem like they have a good head on their shoulders. They're going somewhere. Let's chat. And most people were like, um, what? And it was so much fun doing those episodes. And some of them became really good friends of mine and ended up coming back on the show. And Same with all the other segments, right? I would have, how did we meet guests from my actual network come back and do spill episodes? And it was just such a cool opportunity. And I remember there were a lot of bloopers. There were a lot of bloopers. There were a lot of speed bumps that we went over with this show from people trying to record like in their car or without headphones. Or I remember Carla, she recorded and she didn't tell me this, but she lived like above 
a club or something like a restaurant and so all of a sudden we're recording and you start hearing usher and i'm like girl what the hell is going on she's like oh and i had no idea. i was like what and i will never forget that there were so many moments like that on the show and i loved it i loved all of it my social media it was difficult i will say this it was so difficult trying to manage two instagram accounts especially when like i fucking hate instagram and posting to my feed um, but I will say the graphics that I designed for Network and Spill were freaking gorgeous from my promotion uh, images to my carousels that I was doing. I mean, if you go to the Network and Spill IG page, it's amazing. It's so beautiful. I loved it. I loved my quotes. Everything was done with intention. And that was a big theme of that show was intentionality and making sure I had done my research and I had put in my heart and my soul into the work that I was doing. It was not a half-assed creation. I did everything intentionally to even the guests that I had on the show. I told people, I am not having someone on the show who I do not know, who I do not have rapport with. Now, granted, The Stranger Danger was a little bit different, but all the other segments, yeah, I was not having any like awkward silence or, you know, where you could tell that I clearly didn't know who this person was. And you know what I mean? Like, I listened to shows and did so much research before putting out Network and Spill. There were things I knew for sure I wasn't going to be here for, and that wasn't one of them. So most of the people you hear on the show, it sounds like we know each other. And if we don't know each other a ton, we're getting to know each other. And you can hear that in our voices. And that's what I wanted. So yeah, I love Network and Spill. What a ride. And I'm so thankful. So that's that. I do want to give special shout outs to people who left reviews. If you ever left a review or if you told someone about the show, I want you to know I'm literally thanking you to your face virtually one-on-one. Like I appreciate the reviews and I I really appreciate you sharing the show and telling people about it. If you ever went to an IG live that I had with a guest, really appreciate you for that because you didn't have to do that. I loved the IG videos. I thought it was a cool way to sort of bring a video component to the show without recording it on video. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And special shout out to my family who listened, the folks in my family who did. I know there were at least at least two, Elise and my dad for sure, for listening and tuning in and, and sharing. My sister Elise would always listen and then like screenshot her phone playing it on her car, uh, on her Apple CarPlay thing. I loved that. That would always make my day. My friend Nick, who constantly would be like, where's the next episode? Where's the next episode? And listened religiously. I don't think there's anybody who listened as religiously as, as Nick did. Maybe my sister, but like he was on it. My friend Leah hit me up a lot. She's a new mom. She at least, I don't know how long you're a new mom, but whatever. She was when I literally had the show before she had her first baby. And she was an avid listener, constantly listening and tuning in and also checking in like, girl, where's, where's the next episode? Like what's happening? I loved X, Y, and Z conversation, just a big supporter. And there were several others of you who were out there listening a lot. Um, My friend Effa is the one who hooked me up with my first editor and who he's also Chris. He's also the one who did my intro music that I loved. And he literally, I said, look, this is what I'm looking for. And he crafted exactly what I was looking for. I had spoken to these other guys and they weren't, they didn't get it at all. Everything I said, like nothing, but I brought it to Chris. I said, this is what I'm looking for. And he literally created the audio intro that I was envisioning for the show. And I love it so much. I still love it. So shout out to Chris, shout out to Effa. And Effa did a, I think she was my first takeover episode. I got really sick and I lost my voice. And I remember her, she was podcasting at the time and uh, she she did a takeover episode for me and it was so good. And yeah, I just, 
so many people, so many people had such a hand in this. And then the editor I've been working with recently, I definitely appreciate him a lot too. And I, I said from the jump, I was like, look, I am not doing this show if it means I have to edit the show. I would just rather do nothing. I can't, I can't, I can't, I won't. And I stayed true to that. I was, there was just no way. I knew I would get into a tizzy and become super OCD about it. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't let myself do it. I knew it would end up being something that would make me not want to do the show or constantly re-record every single thing and be a control freak. So yeah, I had to let it go to somebody else. And I'm so glad I did that. And I'm so grateful I was able to afford to have somebody uh, to edit each and every episode for you guys. Now, yeah, I'm going to pause there because I feel like I'm going to end up telling you what's happening. I don't want to do that. So as you all know, kind of like we said in the beginning, I tend to end the year with a blah, blah, blah year and reflection. So it's 2023. So we're ending 2023 and we're reflecting. And what's really cool is I designed this graphic. Many of you have probably seen it, uh, but this graphic, I've, I've designed it and edited it almost every single year, a little bit differently because of COVID and things like that. But I designed this graphic that went viral on Pinterest several times. And what's really cool about it is that it kind of showcases to me what's most important when it comes to reflecting back on a year. And I realize not every year is like, you know, unicorns and rainbows, but it's honestly, it would be kind of boring if it was every single year anyway. I like to look back at the year and reflect because what ends up happening, at least from what I see and what I've experienced, we get to the end of the year, we're so focused on Christmas and buying all the gifts and then New Year's and where we're going to party that we forget to look at the year and then boom, it's over. We're focused on a new year. And we kind of write off the year as we get closer to Christmas and then just we move on. And I'm like, okay, but what if there's a different way we can look at this? And what if there's a way that we can really give ourselves a pat on the back for getting through the hardships, the struggles, the ups and downs, the questionable moments, the tough moments, the breakups, the sickness, the hurt, the pain? Like, how do we look back at this year and say, wow, like, I did that. I made it to this point and I'm really excited about 2020, whatever, right? The next year. And a lot of times, you know, we'll do vision boards and we'll start to prepare, which is great, but I don't think we give ourselves credit enough throughout the year. And I think if you're in corporate, some of you may have that experience in corporate where you spend time learning about, you know, not learning about, but planning and, and taking time to reflect on that year because you're, you're kind of graded on it to a degree, right? Your bonus uh, or your promotion status, all that is kind of pending on what you've managed to accomplish. So if you're not tracking these things and looking back at it and saying, yeah, I, I killed it in this month, blah, blah, blah. This happened in this quarter, I blah, 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 whatever, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And I think for us personally, it's always a good idea to look back at it and to give ourselves credit where credit is due. So this graphic has 30 questions from the year that we're ending to reflect on. And then you get 10 questions to help you prepare for the next year. I love it. It's a great practice. And what's really cool is if you come back to this over and over and over every year, it went viral for the first time, probably I think the very first year I did it, which is why I kept doing it. But I love this exercise. Now for you all, you can do this. First of all, you can get the graphic by going to the show notes or going to my website, WhitneyDanielle.com and downloading it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I recommend getting a notebook or 
your phone, your computer, your notes app, um, whatever, whatever. You could do an audio version of this when we're done with this episode. However you want to do it, you can do it your way. I just recommend taking some time and you can even break this up where you go through it, you answer the ones that pop out to you, and then you come back for the rest or whatever. But take some time. I would say at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes to dedicate towards answering some of these questions and prompts. It's a really fun activity. I promise you will enjoy it. Even if the year was kind of shitty, there's always something that happened that was either really good, really funny, really interesting, really amazing, really unexpected in a positive way. Like there tends to be something. So I, every year around this time, will take this graphic and answer some questions for you about my year, just so that you can see kind of how I do it and then to inspire you to do it yourself. Now, I try to be super honest and I do not look at these questions beforehand. I just pull up the graphic. I will scroll. And as long as it's not one that's like, I think I have some that are um, like your favorite meme or something like that, like something that I can talk about that's easy to talk about, we'll answer it. I'm only going to do a few and then I'll actually do a couple from 2024 just so that you can kind of hear where I'm headed with this. And then once I finish, we'll get into the update and the sort of next steps that I have for you guys. Let's get into it. Okay. So for 2023, number six, if you could do it over again, what would you have done differently in 2023 and why? Oof. Okay. Um, if I could do it over again, what would I have done differently in 2023? Um, I think I would have done a little bit more self-care and a little bit more pampering. So back in January, I joined, was it this year? I think it was this year. Back in January, I joined a massage studio near me that has like a program where you pay and then you get discounted massages, you get two. So I did do that and I treated myself from that perspective, but I really didn't do like a ton of other things. I didn't like go to the spa or get facials or, you know, do any, I did the Cairo work. I went to the chiropractor a lot this year. Um, I did go to the doctor. I did that kind of self-care stuff. But I don't know, I think there are things that I, I save, right? Like I have special earrings or outfits or shoes or handbags. I've gotten a lot of handbags this past year and I sometimes will save them, you know, as this like, oh, I'll do it later. And I wish in 2023, maybe I had used more, tapped in more into the, oh, well, you know what I mean? Instead of just waiting until the perfect time. I know um, I was gifted this really cool face mask in January from a good friend and I never used it. It's like a $50 face mask. I've just been saving it. So I guess that's what I would say as far as like what I would have done differently. I would have spent more time pampering myself and really tapping into what makes me feel good. That's something I would have done more of. I would have done differently. I would have hydrated more, especially before going out on the town. (laughs) It's stupid, but it's true. I would have, yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? It's just like, those are the things I would have cleaned a little bit more. I would have saved a little bit more. I would have planned a little bit further in advance because that's something I struggle with is like planning ahead. I tend to wait to the last minute or I just don't, I've really true. That's one of the biggest things I've been focused on this year is being a little bit more ahead of the curve when it comes to planning and even thinking about certain things whether it be a birthday, whether it be a holiday, whether it be decorating or, you know what I mean? Like getting into the vibes for whatever it is. I struggle with, I tend to struggle with really looking into the future versus like only paying attention to what I can see and touch right now. So, um, so that's number six. Let's do number 12. What was the nicest thing someone did for you this year? 
I don't know what the nicest thing someone did for me this year was, but I do know that like off the top of my head, some of these questions you really have to sit and think about, and I recommend jotting them down. So one of the nicer things, one of the nicer things that happened to me this year, I would say I had an epiphany based on how somebody was treating me. And I felt like I had a couple of friendships that really showed me what I want out of a friendship, right? Out of, out of a dual sort of back and forth relationship with someone that cares about me and who I care about them. And I realized this year that I really care when people are active listeners and when people show up and like will hit me up and initiate conversations because I tend and I have my entire life been the one to initiate and to carry most of my relationships. I just do. And I think a lot of you probably are like that. And it's really freaking annoying sometimes. And you start to feel like, is there something wrong with me? Um, like, what am I doing wrong? Am I doing too much? Like, am I, you know what I mean? And that's, that's a frustrating feeling, especially when you really like these people. And I had a couple of friends this year who were really actively listening and who showed up and who asked me questions and who followed up with me. And I really appreciated that. That opened my eyes to like in 2024, what I will be focused on when it comes to relationships. And it's helped me to shed relationships that are very one-sided this year, which is a really, I feel like that was the last sort of thing that I needed to leave behind as it pertains to relationships and friendships is like being okay with letting go of people. I've always been okay with letting go of people, but being okay and not feeling some type of way about having let go of a friendship because it was one-sided because, you know, and not feeling guilty or like I'm missing out or like I did something wrong or whatever. That's been such a gift. Um, and one of the nicest things, and, and these, these people have, yeah, just really gone above and beyond as a friend. Uh, my friend, Anna, she's the one that's coming up the most in that, you know, she's been reaching out and she will meet up with me and she's invited me to stay at her place multiple times because now I live in the woods and, you know, we went and saw Lauren Hill and we, as a group with a bunch of group, you know, friends of hers. And so she's introduced me to her folks and like, I got to meet her husband and it's just like, they're all so nice. And that was something that I really enjoyed. I got to go to their holiday party, meet more of their friends and, and stuff like that. So that was such a fun, such a fun time and super, super sweet. But yeah, people do nice things, you know, I'm trying to think of others. I'll have to, I have to sit and think, I'll have to sit and think about it. But I also think it's nice that my sisters will watch my dog. At least two of my sisters will. They will babysit my dog and help me when I need to go out in the town and I need someone to watch Zara for a little bit. It's really, really nice. And I appreciate it. Okay. Let's do <laughs> number 17. What slash who were some of your biggest distractions? Okay. Uh, obviously social media, Netflix, my sisters. Yeah. Those are probably the, the biggest ones I would say. And really it's, it's the TV and and then, and the Netflix for sure. I check my email too many times a day unnecessarily. Like it's one thing to check your email religiously and constantly if you're expecting an important email. It's another thing to check your email every like, you know what I mean? For no reason. It's so stupid, but I do it constantly. That's a big distraction. I actually wrote um, a post about this recently and how to not have that issue because it's such a big problem for me. But yeah, I would say too, you know, what used to be a big distraction is going out all the time. And now it's kind of like doing nothing, busying myself with cleaning or laundry or reorganizing my closet. I will literally clean. 
as a way to distract myself from what I should be doing. It's actually quite wild. So it seems productive because, oh, look, I did seven loads of laundry. I made my bed. I cleaned out underneath my bed. I washed my bathtub. I did all these things. But in reality, the thing that I needed to do to get to where I needed to go, that didn't get done. Yeah, 100%. So those are some of my uh, biggest distractions. Uh, Let's see. Let's do one more from this section. How about... How did your overall, this is number 27. How did your overall outlook on life change slash evolve? Oof, what a great question. So I would say my overall, my overall outlook changed in that I felt like this year, and I'll talk about this more later, but I felt like 2023 was my sit down, be humble year. I did just that. I humbled myself and I sat down and I sat still. I literally have been on like this little island in wine country in the woods by myself. And it's been very introspective to say the least. And so my overall thought and outlook on life has changed in that one, I really appreciate, really appreciate peace and tranquility and being by myself is actually fantastic. And I love that. Um, Granted, I'm not totally alone, but like, I really enjoy that. And it's been, it's been nice. Like, I don't know. I never really thought I had an issue but I, I do enjoy it. And then I think now I understand why I enjoy it because before, you know, the pandemic was obviously very isolating. And then I lived alone in 2022 a bit and 2021, my lease was like September to September. And I struggled a little bit, but I, I was surrounded by so much community that it was really fun. It didn't feel like I was isolated Um, But now I'm a little bit more isolated than I was before. And I've been able to look at the positives in that. And I've been able to pour into myself a lot. So I've been reading and I've been listening to podcasts and I've been learning about my health and my cycle and like biohacking and history and, you know, watching documentaries and listening to my true crime podcast and, you know, learning how to train my dog better, like all the things I've been really educating and learning just like I always do. But I've had more time and energy to do that this past year. So my outlook on life has changed only in the sense that one, I'm okay with being by myself and I understand the pros of it, right? As opposed to just understanding maybe the cons, I definitely understand and appreciate the pros. Um, I've been learning and obviously education is something I will never not be doing with myself. And I've also learned that, you know, societal pressures are such a scam and that, you know, every single year I care less about so much, but there's always room to care even more less, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't know. I, I was told once by um, a family friend, her name is Nish. She told me a long time ago, like the older you get, the less you care. And nothing could be more from the truth than this. Like, or nothing could be more truthful than this. <laughs> Whatever. It's so true. It's so, it's, it's been so true. And what I've learned is every time I say like, I don't care, I feel like there's always room to care less. <laughs> There just is like, I'm like, well, I don't care that this is happening. I don't care that, you know, and it's like, no, like I truly, truly don't care. Like there's not even feelings that come up from not caring and every year it gets deeper and deeper. And I love that. I love that we care less and less and less because at the end of the day, there are so many people who are judging and who are looking at our lifestyle and have something negative to say, but they're not living a perfect life at all right? They don't have everything together. They don't know it all. They are struggling in their own respect and everything looks great from our totem pole. Everything looks great from where we stand. So yeah, really societal pressures and like expectations from others 
is really bullshit and it's not my problem. Um, that I've definitely learned. And it's something that I continue to learn more and more about because I know the truth, right? And the truth is we've been sold a life that, you know, people think that we should be subscribing to in a specific way, in a specific order by a specific time. And it's just, it's just bullshit. And we don't have to, right? We don't have to. I think we're taught, especially as women, that we can do every, anything we want. We can be everything and we can be everyone and we can blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, but you need to do this, this, and this by this time. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't care anymore. And then the last thing I will say about how my outlook on life has changed is, and this is big, is that I don't need anyone's saving or permission to change my own life and to live the way that I want to live. Like it literally is my responsibility, period. If I want to be miserable, that's my responsibility. If I want to be you know, wealthy, that's my responsibility. If I want to launch some really epic whatever, that's my responsibility. If I want to start investing in fucking stock market, that's my responsibility. It is literally on me to have the life that I want to have, period, point blank. Like that has been a huge aha moment because I think that we're kind of sold this like, oh, well, if you just if you just do these things and everything will be great and, you know, you'll find a partner and then you guys can coexist and you can put your funds together and you can blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, but until, you know what I mean? Like I've got to be able, I've, I've got to be able to drive. Like I have to be my own hero. I cannot wait for something or for someone to save me. Right. I just can't, I can't wait until I win the lottery to live the life of my dreams. I can't wait for someone else to hit the lottery. I can't wait to find a sugar daddy to pay for my lifestyle. Like I can't wait, right? I am in, I am in control. And that's been a huge um, game shifter for me this past year is not only learning that, but embodying what that means for me, right? So when I start to feel shitty or sad or, you know, super far from my goal or my destination, whatever, I can literally be like, well, it's you girl, like you've got to do it. You've got to do it. Now you can obviously include people, and get support and be motivated by and inspired by and encouraged by people that you know. But at the end of the day, like it's on me. It's on me. I get to choose my own adventure um, and it's on me to, to make that choice. And I have to be okay with that choice. And if I'm not, it's on me to fix it. So that's been another <laughs> big game changer outlook that's, that's happened. Okay. So let's get into 2024. We're just going to do two. Okay. So number three says, what is something you'd love to overcome in 2024? You know, I would say I would love to overcome my constant yo-yoing when it comes to certain things. I feel like I will get super involved and then it takes me a long time to get to the finish line. And most of that is just because either I get distracted or I'm not motivated enough. So I think in 2024, it would be great to remain more consistently motivated and pumped up by a specific goal and to be more active in moving towards that target. Um, that, you know, and I have already worked on getting the things in motion to start doing that, i.e. more accountability or very specific targeted accountability, more tracking around my goals and my progress and, and visualizing that to the best of my ability. And that's important. So 2024, yeah, I absolutely love to be more consistent in the showing up aspect um, as we talk about goals and hitting targets and whatnot. What else do I want to overcome? Self-sabotage, I think, is a big one for me. Uh, I will sometimes like 
decide that I'm just like not, you know what I mean? I'll just turn a cheek to whatever it is I was excited about last week. And it's like, well, and I'll see something on social media. I'm like, well, this person's already doing that, or I've already seen this before, or they're doing it in a way that's different than me. And maybe that's better. So like my version is like that terrible, terrible. We've got to overcome the self-sabotage and the self-doubt, which I know a lot of people feel Uh, it's totally normal. And I, you know, I get it. But being able to talk to myself like I would talk to somebody who has just told me that that's how they feel, right? So if my sister or my friends were to come to me and to say, hey, like, I had this idea, but then I saw it on social and like, I don't know now and blah, 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 blah. And what's mine going to do that's different than what theirs is doing? And, and what would I say to them? And then saying that to myself, being able to apply my own advice has been huge. And I'd like to do that more in 2024 and also self-doubt less, right? Whatever that means. Um, For me, that often means being more confident in what I'm doing, which is clearly easier said than done, but working on ways that I am surrounded by people who see what I'm bringing to the table and who motivate me and it will encourage me when I'm starting to feel a little low and also making sure that even if somebody is doing something or something similar to me, that I know that I'm unique in my own way. And there's always room at the table, right? There's always room. There's always space. There's always, there's just, yeah, there's always this expansion that's there to welcome you, right? There's not a cap on how many singers we can have and how many movie stars and how many, you know, there's just not. And we, we tend to put a cap on it when it comes to what we're doing. And it's like, but it doesn't have to be that way, right? There's always space for you. There's always a seat for you at the table. You just have to work towards that. And no one is better than you or better equipped than you to do what you're supposed to be doing. So that's that's a big one for 2024. I'm excited. And then let's see. Number eight, who do you want to spend more time with in 2024? I would say my nieces because they're so funny. And every time I hang out with them, they, they're very young. They're like, under, both of them are under four. And they all have, they both have like new words that they say every time we hang out and they're watching new shows every time we hang out and they are interested in like more different snacks and more activities. Like they are a hoot. And so yes, spending more time with them in 2024 is obviously the goal. And then some of my friends who aren't local to me, I would love to spend more time with them. So I've got some friends in Cali. I've got some friends in Texas and New York and different places. I'd like to spend more time with them. Uh, That would be brilliant if that could happen. So yes, I want you guys to download this and think about these same exact questions because I know when I read them, you were starting to think of your own answers. And also you're probably curious to what the hell I was going to say because you never know. But I do want you to do this activity on your own. And even if you listen to this and it's already 2024, it's not too late. It's not too late. I recommend doing it while things are still fresh from the year. And that's why I like to do it within that time range. But if you're a little bit like out, whatever, just do it anyway. And it's also the perfect time to work on the 2024 prompts, right? There's 10 to help you jumpstart your year. And if you're doing your vision board or whatever version of that, you know, you want to create, I recommend doing that vision board after you've done these exercises and like thought about the year and, and what you really want. I think it helps to sort of prep as you go into your vision board process, um, or at least your goal setting process, whichever one. And, and just so you all do know, if you are listening to this in 2023 or early 2024, I am offering my goal setting strategy sessions again. This is not like a super pitch for them. I just wanted you to know um, if that's something that you've been procrastinating on or waiting for the right moment, we can absolutely sit down and go through that process. I think it's incredibly powerful and it is 
one million times more fun to do it with someone else than to do it by yourself. I would know I do it by myself a lot. And it's always more fun when there's somebody else around to discuss and to plan and to motivate and all the things. So that's that. Um, now for my news, are you guys ready for the news? So my news, my update, my news flash, my drum roll. Um, ultimately, you guys are the first to hear this because I haven't talked about it yet, at least as of the recording of this audio. Um, but I am coming out with a new podcast show. So I have a new show coming. It will be so different from Network and Spill. I'm excited because there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of research again that's been done to help prepare for the show. I've got everything coordinated in my um, my new logo, my new bio, my new website. Everything is, is, is there. And I'm really pumped about this because this new show is called Lessons in Drive. And this show will be a personal development show for the ages. It will be for the women that are similar to myself in that they have a corporate gig. They're doing a lot. They're doing really well in their industry, but they also have a side hustle. They have something they're working on that they're passionate about, that they want to move. And they want to hear motivating, inspiring, encouraging, and educational content that speaks to them on a cellular soul level. And that helps them to continue on the journey when they feel like they are stalled for movement and for motivation and for, you know what I mean? For that, that drive, that focus. I like working with driven, ambitious people. I do. It's, it's so inspiring to me and it, it literally refuels me back. And I wanted to create a show that was mostly me talking. So this is going to be that solo content show where it's going to be 75% me now and not 25 75% me. I may have a guest or some kind of a panel at some point, but it's going to be mostly me. And I want these episodes to be bite-sized. So they'll probably be a little bit shorter than this episode, but they will be bite-sized episodes where you can listen to them while you're driving or walking your dog or doing your laundry or cleaning the kitchen. Like you can listen to these episodes and get what you need and move forward and look forward to the next one, right? The next one that will be a little bit different, but also just as inspiring and motivational. I love storytelling. I love giving you all the insight that I've learned. I love reading and I love learning about different topics. And so I'm going to be sharing those topics with you. I'm going to be talking about some of my own experiences and the lessons that I've personally learned on my journey of entrepreneurship, of being in cybersecurity, of working in corporate, of dealing with people, cultivating and nurturing a network from the ground up over and over and over again. So we will have some of that connection and that building of a network still embedded in that in that conversation because it is important, especially for those of us who are entrepreneurs in a larger sense where it's very lonely. Um, and then the folks who work from home like me, it's really lonely. It's It can be very isolating to have these ideas and to try to execute almost everything alone. And maybe you don't have the funds to hire a VA or a team or a coach or somebody to help you or a mentor. Like it can be very difficult. And so my show, I hope will serve as this companion, this audio companion to your journey, right? So you can tune in when you need that boost. You can tune in when you want to get some good juju, some good knowledge that you can learn from and apply in your own life, right? My intention is that this is applicable. My intention is that it's relatable. And my intention is that it's fun and inspiring. And when you come to it, you're like, heck yeah. And you leave knowing something that you didn't before, right? Or you at least have somebody validating 
what you've been experiencing, right? Maybe it is the loneliness of being an entrepreneur. Maybe it is trying to have work-life balance, but feeling like it doesn't really exist. Or, you know, maybe being frustrated with social media and things of that nature. We're going to talk about all different types of topics from lessons learned around relationships, obviously mainly like platonic, but also not as a, as a solopreneur. And then we're going to talk about everything in between. So we have relationships, we have our businesses, we have the corporate and the sort of the internal employee role that we play. We have work-life balance and literally productivity. Productivity and time management is one of the biggest issues we all face. And whether you're an entrepreneur or not, whether you're just a person trying to incorporate more social activities when you're tired and, you know, life is exhausting, the news is out of control. How do we pour into ourselves? So I'll be talking about productivity tips and time management hacks and how to pour into you and and charge your social battery so that you feel good going out and meeting new people and maybe even dating or traveling and things of that nature. All these topics will be on the table. And again, these will all come back to you as the individual moving forward in life. There will be a lot of automotive references because it's actually really interesting how many automotive like references we have in just in our culture. But you know, I love cars. Most of you know that. And there will be a lot of that in this show. And I did that intentionally. One, because I want you guys to see my side of my personality. This is me. Right. When we talk about is there space, is there room at the table? That was a question that I had. I'm like, well, there's now there's so many podcasts now. It's like, no, screw that. I love podcasting. I love podcasting. I love the audio only component. Screw video. I'm not doing video. I was pushed and pressured to do video for so long. This show was supposed to have dropped in 2023, but I literally went back and forth, back and forth, whether I should do video or not. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing video because I don't even listen to video podcasts ever, ever. There's not a video podcast. I'm t- I can tell you right now, I have zero that I watch. I do not have time to watch podcasts, especially most of these ones are hours long. No, I'm listening. That's the whole point. I'm li- if I wanted to do a video podcast, I would have a freaking YouTube channel again and I'd be posting video content all the time. So rant over. My, <laughs> my point is that I will be creating these episodes with this like, Whitney aspect because this is me. This is who I am. I've done my research literally and figuratively. I know who I am. This is how I want to show up. Okay. This is how I want to show up. And I want you all to see that and to be like, okay, yeah, this is definitely Whitney. And on a personal level, I know if there's incorporated Whitney elements to this creation, I'm more likely to show up on a consistent level. I know that about myself. I know that about myself. Like the voicemails were so fun. And those voicemails that I was creating on my old show or on Network and Spill, those those voicemails were guiding posts and really fun elements to add to the show. Now, speaking of the voicemails, so before I used to leave you guys voicemails. Well, on the new show, you can leave me voicemails, which will be really cool because at some point I will be incorporating some of your questions, some of your, your comments and your feedback into the episodes via those voicemails. So the website that I have that's designed for this Lessons and Drive show is super cute. I will also be incorporating a a weekly message. So a weekly email will be sent, if you so choose, for the episodes. And the reason why I'm doing this is because back when I first started podcasting, it was really just Apple Podcasts. Like that was it. Now we have all these other platforms. There's a new one every week. Spotify is a big place where I listen to podcasts. And I don't always get my push notifications properly especially when I listen to one show on one platform and one on the other. 
So I will be sending out emails. The new episodes are going to drop with this new show on Tuesdays. And I will be sending an email that Tuesday saying, hey, this is the episode. This is what we're talking about. Listen here. That way you always have an actual email notification coming to you. I love this element. It'll be super sweet, super to the point, and it will direct you to the show. Um, I will have the website. I will have all the ways you can listen on whatever platform you're listening to. If you do find that there's not a platform or the platform you prefer that doesn't have the show on it yet, let me know. Okay. Ping me, Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. Let me know. But yeah, I'm really excited about the new show. So we're going to have shorter episodes, more Whitney content, an email attributed with each episode. Um, We're going to have voicemails that you can leave me. It's going to be personal development based. I will have a lot of like book recommendations and insights and tips and challenges and things that I'm, I'm releasing. And this will also tie a lot more into my business. Many of you don't know, I've been coaching for a while. I love the art and the business of coaching. I will be doing that more in 2024. So a lot of these episodes will absolutely be folding into what I'm offering and what I'm doing in my business. So you can get more involved and you can tap in and tune in and learn, hey, what the heck is Whitney doing? What is she talking about? What's her coaching style? How does she work with her clients? What are they talking about, right? What is she pulling from that, et cetera? All that will be on the show. What else? And the last thing I will say is I will be having a launch group. Okay, it'll be like a launch party team where this group of people helps me to drop the the new show. And when it releases, they will be subscribed to the show immediately and they will download the episodes and they will be leaving a review. And there will be prizes and raffles and a contest and kudos and all that special shout outs for people in that group. Um, I'm obviously inviting you guys because you're already here as part of the show. And if you've listened this far into the episode, I clearly love you dearly and vice versa, I'm hoping. And so you can be part of that. And if you are a guest, this will include some of my guests that I've had on the show before and just people in my, in my social network getting together to help uplift the show and get it put out there. The weird thing with, with Apple podcasts is reviews make a big freaking difference. And that's literally what propels your show to be notarized as like new and noteworthy and to be highlighted. You've got to have reviews. You've got to have people subscribing and downloading. Like that's how it works. And so what I would love is to get a group of people who I know will be supportive. I know will show up and literally help put the show out there um, and help get those downloads up. So I will be dropping several episodes when the show releases, because that's what they're saying is the thing to do. And they have for a while. So we're going to drop several shows or sorry, several episodes to the show at the same time when I launch it in January of 2024. And yeah, I'll be looking for a group of people who are interested in joining me. So if you are, check the link in my bio or check the link in the show notes and sign up. If you're also like, well, I just want to get on the email list to get the emails when they drop, sign up for that too. Sign up for both. Doesn't matter. Whatever you prefer. I would love to have you as part of my launch team. Um, If you have any questions or if you have a special moment from the show that you'd love to tell me about, I'd love to hear it. Um, Hit me up on the gram at Whitney Danielle Co underscore. Obviously, I'm there all the time. Um, I'm excited. I will have no IG page for this new show. I refuse to do it. I will just have my fancy website and I will have my current IG page. So the network and spill page will kind of just sit there. But the Whitney Danielle Co underscore will be my main IG handle. Now, 
from there, there will be updates and there will be promos and there will be things letting you know what's going on. So please pay attention. Follow me there. Share with your people. Again, I may do a whole like raffle thing for people who just share to their feed, to their story about the new show coming. Um, but I am really, really pumped. I'm really, really pumped about launching this and really coming out and doing something that means so much to me, which is podcasting. And I'm really excited for you to be part of it. So you may not have been part of the launch for a network and spill, but you can absolutely be part of Lessons and Drive. And I couldn't be more excited. So shout out again to each and every one of you for being here. I am so thankful. I'm so grateful for Network and Spill and all the joy that it's brought me, my guests, and all of you. And I look forward to joining you and extending this, this journey as we move forward. So happy 2024. Don't forget to do your reflecting. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. All right, y'all. Cheers. Cheers.